You're watching KCMI TV. Well, good evening, and uh, tonight I just want to talk to you from my heart, <clears throat> share you with you some things that uh, the Lord has begun to download in my spirit. Uh, as many of you know, and from tremendous outpouring of encouragement and prayers, I want to say thank you. Uh, a week ago, my son Joshua had a brain aneurysm, and he's in the hospital and the doctors have not given us any hope. And we know that's not true. Uh, those of you that listen to me preach know that we're strong believers in divine healing and the miraculous. And so, um, you know, the enemy will attack the people or the things that he's most afraid of. And, um, I've prophesied this many times that we're on the beginnings now, not coming, we're here. That God is opening heaven over the earth, not just the United States, but over the earth. And you and I are now beginning to see the unfolding of the greatest move of God, the miraculous move of God that we've ever seen. So my son Josh has been um, a great advocate of divine healing on his license plate. It says not sick. And those of you that watch our Sunday services online have heard him do so many uh, messages and communions on divine healing. He lives and breathes it. So we know that God's going to raise Joshua up as a great testimony to the Lord. And so... Um, I want you to know this. We're not discouraged. We're standing strong. We know God cannot lie, and we know that God will perform his work. In the midst of uh, all of this, and of course, you know, I'm human. In the beginning, we really had to fight to take control of our imaginations because the enemy, you know, will begin to send lies to you. And this is why it's so important that immediately, when the devil begins to say things to you that are contrary to the Word of God, you have to immediately cast down every imagination and every high thing that would challenge the Word of the Lord. And you have to bring every thought into captivity by the power of the Holy Ghost. And so, <clears throat> over the years, you know, I've, I've prayed about this, that God, we need to, to see um, the Word of the Lord fulfilled. We need to see the miraculous. And how many times have you and I prayed that God would do something and we've not seen it? And so in the midst of uh, this test that we're in, uh, you know, the Bible says this, through much tribulation <clears throat> do we enter into the kingdom of God. The Lord began to, <clears throat> excuse me, give me some understanding in the scriptures of something I've never seen before. And so I want to start off uh, this evening by reading you a verse out of Matthew chapter uh, 12. And this is Jesus speaking. He said, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. And so the Lord addresses two things here. He says, first of all, he said, I will cast out devils by the Spirit of God or by the Holy Ghost. We know that Jesus was anointed by the Holy Ghost. He said, when I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, 
he said, then is the kingdom of God come unto you, or it's released unto you. Now the next verse, verse 29, I, 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 this is what I really want to talk about. He says, or else how can one enter into a strong man's house? For you and I, that would be the devil. <clears throat> how can we enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods? This is what the word spoil means. It means to seize or to take by force. So he said, how can we enter to a strong man's house and seize or take by force his goods except we first bind the strong man and then we will spoil his goods. I was praying this morning, and God just dropped this in my spirit. He said, son, he said, you will never have authority over anything that you're afraid of. And for most of us, I know in other countries, foreign countries, because they don't have the alternatives that we do, they see the miraculous much more. But in America, it's been very difficult. <clears throat> And uh, we're constantly um, confronted with, with cancer and COVID and, and so many things that to some degree the church has somehow made a, a, a treaty with this thing. We've made peace with the enemy. And you can't do that. And over the years, we've prayed for God to do a lot of things. And here's why I think that God has not allowed, not maybe not, that's not a good word, but why we have not experienced what we prayed for. We've asked God to do things, but we never bound the strong man. And the scripture is very plain here. He says, you can never go into the devil's house and take his goods. And we know this, that the devil can't create. So what he has, he stole, and he stole them from you and I. So when we go into the strong man's house, we're not stealing. We are recovering what belongs to you and me. And the Lord, so he sets, there is a principle here in the scripture, and I'm going to bear it out with some other verses. There is a principle in the scriptures that God says, you can never spoil you can never take from the devil what you want until you first bind him. And the church today has tried to enter into the strong man's house, but we never bound him. And see, binding the strong man requires authority. And authority only comes out of relationship because God never delegates authority to the believer unless they are in relationship with him. Um, uh, my next portion of scripture that I want to read from is still in the book of Matthew. It's just six chapters over. And uh, I, the other morning I was reading about four or five days ago and I saw this and I'd never seen it before. In Matthew chapter 18 and verse 18, and you and I are very familiar with this portion of scripture. And this is again Jesus speaking. He said, Verily I say unto you, 
Whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So he begins to set a principle here. He starts out by saying that there is some binding and there's some loosing that has to take place. Now, when you read this verse, it doesn't say, Verily, verily, I say unto you that whatsoever you bind in heaven shall be bound in the earth, and whatsoever you loose in heaven shall be loosed in the earth. It's the opposite. He says you first have to bind it in the earth before it is bound in heaven. So this puts the responsibility back on you and me. And so the devil is a liar. And the Lord said that when you bind it on the earth and you loosen on the earth, then heaven comes into agreement with you and it's loosed in the earth and it's loosed in heaven. Now, the very next verse in this, in this chapter Verse 19, and we're familiar with this because we quote it. And he said, again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they ask, it shall be done for them, not by them. It shall be done for them of my father or by my father which is in heaven. And boy, we quote this scripture all the time. Lord, we just, we just come into agreement that whatever we ask in your name, you're going to do it. Now, Lord, he tells us that's going to happen. But he also sets a precedence. He says, it doesn't matter how often two people come into agreement and ask God for something, if they haven't first bound it in the earth and they haven't first loosed it in the earth, if they haven't gone into the strong man's house and bound the strong man, then he says, you can ask all you want and it's not going to happen. God is trying to turn you and I into warriors. And when, when, I first went up to the hospital and I looked at my son and he's laying in his bed and he is, they tell us that he's brain dead. He looks normal except he has tubes. And boy, the enemy just began to come against me. And uh, it, it was just overwhelming when I looked at that. And God began to speak to me. He said, son, I don't need weepers. I need warriors. You and I have authority. But see, we, we've become pacifists in America, in the church. We want God to do everything, but the Lord said, I cannot do it until you bind the strong men. Because when Jesus left the earth, he said, I give you authority over all the power of the devil and nothing by any means can hurt you or harm you. So I lose today, hallelujah, the authority of God in you. There are so many of you that are listening to me tonight around the world that are being confronted with insurmountable things. And you're saying, God, I've asked, I've come into agreement. Why are you doing it? And the Lord said, because you've not bound the strong man. Rise up in the Holy Ghost and begin to bind this demon. When I pray over Josh, I don't say, Lord, just raise him up. First of all, I say, I bind you, you demon of death. I bind their strong man that's trying to destroy his life. And after I have bound him, hallelujah, we as the church have come into agreement. When you do that, it has to happen.
It's not maybe. It has to happen. That's why the Lord sets us in precedence. He says, first you have to bind things on earth. He said, then you can come into agreement with each other. But he said, if you just come into agreement, but you haven't gone into the strong man's house and bound him, how do we bind the devil? We bind him with the word of God that you begin to speak the word. Doesn't, I think it's in Psalms, it says this, and the Lord sent his word and he healed them. Um, you know, I think it's in James chapter five. It doesn't say that prayer raises up the sick. It says the prayer of faith raises up the sick. We got lots of people that they think they're praying and all they're doing is just moaning and they've already given in and they're just, they just are asking God just to have pity on them. That's not what God says. God doesn't, God does not respond to need. He responds to faith. That's why so many believers never get the answer that they want because they're praying in a defeated attitude. They don't think God can do it. Listen, it's not enough to say, I believe that God can. You have to say, I believe that God will, that God is going to do this. You remove all doubt. Um, this is in the book of Acts. And uh, this is a great, great story. This is about Peter when he was put in prison, but it starts out in verse 1 of Acts 12. It says, now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Herod, um, he was trying to, to weaken the church, and the Bible says that he just, he, he, he imprisoned James, and then he, he killed him. So, verse 3, it says, and because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further. He arrested Peter also. And when he apprehended him, he put him in prison, and um, he delivered him to four quadrants of soldiers, and he was going to uh, kill Peter after Easter. So, when you read this story, in fact, let me read the next verse, and then we'll, then we'll move on. Verse 5 says, Peter therefore was kept in prison. He is in prison. It's a physical situation. But the rest of this verse says this, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Nowhere does it say that when James was arrested, that prayer was made without ceasing for James. And because it was not, James was killed with the sword. Now the story here of James and Peter ends drastically different because the scripture says that now prayer is being made without ceasing. The next thing that happens is the Bible says an angel shows up in Peter's cell, smites him on the side and said, get up and the chains fell off. 
what is the difference between the way James's story ends and the way Peter's story ends? With James, nobody bound the strong man. There wasn't any prayer made. With Peter, when he went into prison, the Bible says prayer is made without ceasing. What were they doing in that house? They were binding the spirit of death. They were declaring that you will not do to Peter what you did to James. They were jolted into a place that they had to get serious and have some intentional prayer with God. And they begin to pray and they begin to bind the strong men. When they bound the strong men, because you can mark it down that when they begin to do that and they begin to declare, Lord, deliver Peter because they bound the strong men first, then they were able to come into agreement. And God can only respond to prayers where we have, with our authority, already bound the strong men. In fact, the Bible says that it was so powerful that verse 10, it says, and when they were past, this is the angel and Peter, when they were past the first and second ward, they came into the iron gate that leadeth into the whole city. And it opened to them of its own accord, and they went out. You and I are in a place right now in the church, in the earth, that we are shaking the heavens. And the enemy is strategically attacking people that he's terrified of because he knows that they're going to pull down his house. He can see him coming by the Holy Ghost. And can I tell you that you and me are not going to be intimidated by the enemy. Everything that the devil tells us can only be processed in us by our senses, whether it's our sight, our hearing, whatever. Because, and if only our senses process it, then we will believe it. Because the Bible says that our natural mind is at enmity with God and it cannot comprehend the things of the Lord. And so, this is why we have to walk in the Spirit. We have to live in the Spirit because there are going to be times that the devil begins to speak. The man that is strongest in your life is the one that will hear that voice. If your spirit man is in control of your life, and the lie that the devil's telling me and my family and my sweet daughter-in-law, Carrie, who has just been a rock, hallelujah, faith. Our natural man has to acquiesce to that lie as truth. But our spirit man says, no, this ain't the first time the Lord's raised somebody from the dead. And your spirit man doesn't process things by his senses. He processes them by his spirit, by faith. God is opening up the heavens right now. We are entering into the unprecedented time of creative miracles, people being raised from the dead. When you read the scriptures, God has commissioned the believer 
to raise from the dead. I had I have been praying for the last several months, I guess, three or four months, I've told the Lord, I said, for there to be a release of the supernatural in our church, God, you're going to have to do a miracle that is so God that science can't explain it away and man can't say, well, it was just luck. Everybody will know only God could have done this. Little did I know I was praying into the natural of this situation. But thanks be unto God who causes us always to triumph through the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you that instead of crying and weeping and allowing the spirit of heaviness to rule you, get mad in the Holy Ghost. Invade the devil's house bind the strong men and then make him sit there in chains and watch you take out of his house what is yours. Go get your healing. Go get your children. Go get what the enemy has stolen from you. But God will not violate this principle. And us coming to the Lord in just sorrow and grief um, I had a dear friend, I think it was Robin Bullock, sent me this, this verse, and I've read it many times, and it was at the beginning of this situation, and um, it's in Isaiah 53, I think it's in verse 4, might be verse 5, but it says, the Lord has already borne our sorrows. He's already carried our griefs. Why? So you and I would not have to. You can't bind the strong man weeping. You can't bind the strong man discouraged. That's why you have to shake it off. You have to get rid of the spirit of heaviness. You have to put on the garments of praise. At Regeneration Nashville, we are preparing for celebration. You need to prepare for celebration in your life. You're going to have to get angry in God. Doesn't the Bible say that people that know their God shall be strong and do exploits, and the kingdom of God suffereth what? Violence. And the violent taketh it by force. God has already given you the victory. He's already given you the authority. Exercise that authority in the Holy Ghost. Don't lay down and begin to weep and say, oh, I just know God, if it's your will, it's always the will of God for you to be healed. It's never the will of God for you to be sick. Well, you know, it might be God's will for him. No, that's a lie from hell. When Jesus was getting ready to heal the little girl that was dead, the Bible said he said this. She's not dead, she's asleep. Why? Because sleeping and death were the same to Jesus. One wasn't any harder to deal with than the other. And the Bible says, you know, they begin to laugh at him and he just put him out of the room. And then he said, arise. Took her by the hand. Caused her spirit to come back into her and said, give her something to eat. You need to kick out of your house the spirit of doubt and unbelief and demons that mock you. You need to dry your eyes, put the sword of the word of God on your side and go to battle because you are made an overcomer by the word of your testimony. So the Lord said this as I end. He said, whatever you bind on earth, he said, that's all I needed from you. He said, I'll bind it in heaven.
where's the devil? He's in heavenly places. He's not saying where he lives because there's no demons in heaven where God is. So he's saying, I will bind in heavenly places what you bind in the earth. And what you loose in the earth, I will loose in heavenly places. Loose the angels. Loose the power of the Holy Ghost. Loose the anointing of God. So now as I speak to you, I, I just release the miraculous hallelujah into your homes. That even while you're hearing this word, that God is healing you. He's putting a fire in your belly. That he's putting a strength in you. That God will gird you for strength to do battle. Stay strong in the Lord. Do not give up. Don't bend, bow, or burn. But stand on the word of God, and you will prevail. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.